episode of Full Court Press, brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and joining me tonight is Joel Jimenez. What up, Joel? What is good, Nick? Let's do this. Indeed, sir. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot to talk about, but some exciting shit to talk about, nonetheless. More. Um, more. So we, we got some resolution with the Eastern Conference Finals as of now. Um, so the Raptors fell into a, a, a two-game hole, but were able to claw themselves out of it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that, that, was, that was unintended until it wasn't. Um, but uh, that's, that's, I get a double pun on that one, like Raptors claw, yeah. and Kawhi's nickname, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm nickname the claw. Yep. a pat on the back <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, man. So they were they were able to come back and like won four straight. Was, I was super fucking impressed with the way they were able to turn around their defense. Um, and you know, in, in that first game, you know, Milwaukee wasn't hitting shots, but like Kawhi looked like he was kind of he had maybe lost a little step from all of the minutes that he played in the Philly series. Um, but, you know, he was, I guess, able to get the, you know, make the necessary adjustments, get enough rest, you know, uh, as they move forward in the series because he really didn't have another bad game. They lost game two, but it wasn't, you know, that was just more of a complete lack of um, uh, team effort, and Milwaukee was just hitting everything in that game. Uh, but games right. three through six, man, I mean, they just came out, played aggressive, um, tied it up at two, took it back to Milwaukee, um, and eked out, a, you know, a couple, like, really, really close wins to uh, to sure up this series. Um, so I, I had picked Toronto to win the East going into the playoffs. Um, but after maybe about halfway through the Philly series, I really started to kind of waver with them, kind of started to doubt them. Um, and then going into this so Bucks series, like, I, I totally thought the Bucks were going to win this series. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think I said Bucks in seven, so I was giving them like that, that extra games, but I, I really didn't even have confidence though that it would necessarily be a close series. I thought the Bucks were going to give it to them, um, and they just they were able to, like I said, their defense. They were able to kind of neutralize Giannis um, and really stack the paint. And you know, if he's kicking out to shooters and shooters aren't making shots then, you know, that's that's going to kill you. And that's kind of a game plan that they orchestrated for games uh, three through six and, and ended up, like, just being enough for them to, to squeak out some close wins. And Kawhi is just a fucking badass. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we got a, a very interesting series out of it. What were your big takeaways uh, from this series? Uh, shock, because <laughs> um, they did look, especially the first game, um, they didn't look that good. I mean, Toronto has probably shown more weakness throughout the playoffs than the Bucks did. You know, the Bucks had that one really bad game against Boston, uh, but for the most part, they've kind of looked okay. Uh, Toronto showed, right. has shown that they can be – they even lost to Orlando in one game. So it's like they've shown more weakness throughout the playoffs. And so they've gone down in every into the, series. Right, so that's why it's like yeah. um, it was easy to assume that maybe the Bucks, you know, who seemed to have the most confidence going in, uh, they were on a roll, you know, so you figured they'd keep, and they did, you know, to start. <laughs> but, you know, Toronto clawed their way back in, uh, and I have to give credit to, to the Raptors, man. They looked really good. Um, they defended well. Their bench outplayed the Bucks. Man, that's really what it came down to at the end of the day, aside from, you know, one star play out playing the other, the bench – Oh, the Raptors stepped up. The back, the Bucks bench kind of fell flat. And maybe it was the substitution yep. putting Brogdon in the starting lineup, and that kind of fucked with the bench. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly where it went. It completely went to hell. But it just the, the Bucks bench just could not stack with what they were getting from Van Vliet and and some of those getting like Serge Ibaka at some time. So it was like kind of sad. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. um, it was a good series. Overall, it was a good series. I'm happy for the Raptors. You know, I've, I've never hated the Raptors. <laughs> I've kind of defended them a lot on, on this show. <laughs> um, so it's very much uh, 
pretty Probably cool more to times see than you would actually like to have defended them. <laughs> but Honestly, like, yeah, I, just, just out of like a necessity, I felt like I needed to because it's like they got wrongfully shitted <laughs> yeah. out a lot. <laughs> so right. Like, uh, and now they're there. I mean, look, we looked at the trade last year when they made it like holy shit, like this, but this is an all-in move. But at the same time, we're all right. looking at it like, oh my god, Golden State's in the way. Well, what's the point, right? But you're looking at it now, where they're at right now. They're in the finals, like they wanted to be. Now they're going. They're going to be without Kevin Durant at least for one game. They have a chance to get at least one game in before DKD gets gets back, possibly, or two. You never know. Right. So it's very much right. The you know things could go in their favor. We don't. I mean, it's just, it's it's an interesting situation, and you got to give it to you know, Masai Jiri again. This fucker just he went all in. You got to he he said, hey, I'm all in. It might work yeah. out, at least to the point where he got to the Eastern Conference Finals. So credit to him and, and the Raptors. Poor DeRozan. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, and, yeah, I, I, man, I still feel really bad for, for DeMar DeRozan. Um, yeah, that's got to yeah, feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's still like you you got to understand it's a no-brainer move, man. I mean, you're talking about yeah, going yeah, yeah. from DeMar DeRozan to Kawhi Leonard. Like it's just it's – it's, it's, it's a, a whole different level of star – um, and, you know, credit to Masai for, you know, having the, the, the guts to pull the trigger on that. Move. I mean, there's, yeah. yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of GMs out there, a lot of teams out there that would be like, ah, I don't know, we're risking a lot here, you know? And it's like, dude, like, what yeah. are we doing yeah. if we're not trying to win a championship? Like, honestly, right. what are we doing? Um, and I, yeah. I, I applaud that, that gumption. Um, and then, you know, uh, also to, to go out and get Gasol, um, Gasol, yeah. uh, obviously, you know, had a, had a big impact in that, in that Sixers series. I don't think they win that series without Mark Gasol, um, you know, basically just being this, this huge body that Embiid just can't effortlessly get by. I mean, he just right. would not let Embiid get to the basket. And, of course, like Embiid wasn't 100%, and we all know that. But even Embiid at like 60 or 70% can get back past most NBA centers. But you're not getting sure, past sure. Mark Saul, you know. Right. So, like, I mean, that, that obviously ended up being a big play. I really like the way Nick Nurse has um, has coached just really this whole season. But, like, if you look at the moves that he's made throughout these playoffs, um, like, like really in that Philly series deciding like, fuck it, dude, they've got so many big dudes. Like we need to, we need to try and match them. And basically saying, we're going to fucking, when, when Kawhi's resting, we're going to throw Siakam at the three and then Abaka at the four and Gasol at the five. Like, dude, I, I yeah. love that move. I mean, I thought it was, I thought, yeah. I mean, it Super only big. buys you so much, but yeah, but like, right. that's the thing is if the Sixers are trotting out, you know, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid, like you need some like physicality and some size to be able to match up with those guys. Um, True. And that's exactly what they were able to deliver. Um, he's just been really good at constructing lineups. We talked about his, his utilization of um, early on in the season with kind of, um, you know, swapping out uh, starting centers, whether it be Valanciunas or Abaka, depending yeah. on what the lineup, you know, was presented to him on for you know from the other team the opposing team um and he's kind right. of continued that um and some other little tweaks like i i thought like not giving up on um fred van vliet after that atrocious uh philadelphia series because he was just gone yeah. on that series that's right um but like going back to him in this milwaukee series um, cause he was really huge. He had some huge games down, down the stretch of this series. Um, Norm Powell, uh, he showed out like he, he was kind of one of those guys who just looked really good. And then, you know, they gave him that extension and then it's like, he just fucking disappeared. He didn't hardly even play at all last season. Um, just got played out of the lineup yeah, and because they traded away, well, and because they traded away so much of their depth and, you know, also uh, OG is, you know, hurt, they needed him. Yep. And he was basically like old school Norm Powell. Like he just stepped right back into his role. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you got to give, you got to give a big, um, you know, a, a, a big a tip of the hat, if you will, um, to everybody involved with that Toronto organization. Um 
I, I was definitely rooting for the Bucks after after Toronto did did my Sixers dirty like that. <laughs> but I gotta say, I'm still kind of happy for them. Like you know, like it's uh, it, it's definitely a a, a very uh, impassioned fan base. Um, and you know what? Like you're probably a bigger defender of him than I am. But we're both like pretty staunch advocates of of defending Kyle Lowry against uh, Juwan's <laughs> <laughs> ultra negative. It's attack. not fair. Always it's really bad. I'm like, why he he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Lowry showed up, dude. Like Lowry showed up in this series, um, and was able to play times. some really good defense, hit some yeah. big threes. Like, just they they he made plays when they needed him to. And you know what? And the other thing was, the big reason I thought they were going to lose this series is because after Game One, when Kyle Lowry just went off in Game One. And like they still mm-hmm. got, they still lost by like thirteen. They're still lost. And right? I was like, dude, is it? Yeah, I was like, dude, there ain't no way they're winning this series. Like, you can't expect Kyle Lowry to do this every night, like, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> um, and but like, I mean, he didn't do that every night, but he played very well throughout the series. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, he played well during Philly though. too. I mean, in my opinion, he, didn't like, play he had bad. a couple good games. I mean, he was too. up and down. Yeah, offensively yeah, especially, I mean, but I think he played. He, he's a little, little bit of dirty work out there, intangible. Even not as small yeah, as he was, he made a lot of effort plays against Philly. I, I noticed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He uh, he definitely um, like when when they were when he was charged. You know, he wasn't didn't have to do it for the majority of the game, but when he was charged right. with like trying to guard Reddick on all of those little you know pinch out screens and and having to dodge it, go through all those. Um, yeah. He definitely did a good job, um, and uh, and the other thing too is like they really needed him. Um, you know, uh, Danny Green has just kind of been off. Um, he has playoffs. He has, and yep. so like you know, it's just another reason they've needed him to step up Sadly. in a big way, and he definitely did in this series. Um, really impressed. Really impressed with the whole thing. You know, uh, everything that Toronto has been able to do. Um, that being said, I'm still uh, I, I'm still selling you short, Toronto. I'm still not not picking you to win at all. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but first, I want to talk a little bit about Milwaukee. Um, so obviously, we saw kind of the the pitfalls of what happens when you're not when your guys aren't hitting shots and you, your best player can't take over a game by himself. He's not. Giannis is an amazing talent. He should win the MVP this year, but He's not, um, he's not a closer, at least not yet. Um, and you know that's that's it's a it's a um, hard lesson to learn. But um, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm optimistic that the Bucks can kind of grow from this. This is kind of the old school way of doing things. You got to take your lumps before you before you you know really um, you know reach the mountaintop. Um, and and I'm sure this one's gonna hurt for really really. Uh, long off season for all those guys. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they just got to be better. They got to, um, I don't know what kind of moves John Horst can make um, on the edges. It's going to be really tough um, to figure out how they manage their salary cap and who they can bring back and who they have to let go. Um, Cause you're not bringing everybody back. Um, like, I mean, I think they can bring back their starting five, but even that's going to be tricky. Um because obviously they don't have Brooke Lopez's bird rights, which means, and because he's had such a good season, I think you're going to have to be looking at offer him, offering him a full mid-level exception around eight to ten million dollars a year. I think it's around nine, nine and a half, um, something like that, you know, to get him to come back. Because there's going to be a lot of other teams that are like, yeah, we would kind of love to have. Uh, a five who can block shots and hit threes. Like that sounds amazing for my team right now. Who doesn't want that? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think that means Miritich is probably going to be gone, which is you know is fine. I think to me, like you know that we a lot of people and I think you know ourselves included a little bit um, kind of speculated that uh, maybe Tobias Harris was like Jimmy Butler insurance. I kind of feel like uh, Miritich was. Um, kind of Brooke Lopez insurance because if Lopez leaves, yeah. they don't think they can That's bring him back. Um, well, and they got his bird rights, so they can they can 
sign him to whatever deal that, you know, he's comfortable signing um, and not have to worry so much about the, um, the luxury tax and avoiding that and, you know, how that money works out. I think they would definitely rather sign Lopez. Brogdon's going to be huge. Um, I think a lot of people are going to want to pay him a lot of money this offseason. Um, a lot of these younger teams – a team like Atlanta, um, a team like maybe Brooklyn, if they don't hit on those big free agents that they're, you know, trying to get, um, a team like Phoenix, um, you know, there, there's, I don't think there's really any shortage of teams, um, you know, that, that wouldn't be looking to add a guy like that. Chicago would definitely be another one. Um, so it's going to be tough as like, what, what number, would you say, like, would you be like, all right, I feel comfortable bringing him back on that? Because, I mean, I think he could get, like, a $20 million a year offer, and then it's like, fuck, do I want to match that? I mean, I love Malcolm Brogdon, but $20 million a year, like, that's tough. That's, that's a, a tough really part. tough situation. That's a homegrown kid, too, and he's a combo guard, and he's proved himself this right. year. Former rookie of the year. Uh, when right. that, that was such a bad rookie class. If you think about <laughs> but um, he was um, – <laughs> It's really good. He was, he was good though. Like, I'm gonna take that away from him. Um, but I don't know numbers wise. I have no idea what's the best way. I, you got to worry about really first uh, Chris Middleton and work your way down right from there. Like Brooke Lopez is another key cog. You, you got you, you got um, Bledsoe there for a while. So I mean, you got to worry about him so much. Brogdon is that fifth guy, uh, and they're you might have to let him go because he's just. You can't afford it. You need you need to flesh out that bench. And Meritage is another guy you got to think about, but it's not like he really did anything for them this year, in my opinion. He was he, yeah, it was disappointed. Was he was yeah. he started the year really strong, like really strong. Yeah. Meritage was like one of the better yeah. power forwards in the league in the beginning of the season, and and you know yeah. after he got hurt, he was just never the same. Um, so he, he'll definitely probably command some type of money, and he'll probably go somewhere. I don't think it'll be Milwaukee. Um, Probably not. I, I'm not sure. They do need to flesh out the bench a little better. Uh, George Hill actually played well in Milwaukee. I'm very happy for him. <laughs> um, right, but they're uh, going to have to do, figure out some kind of way to renegotiate with him. He's got a right. He's got he's owed 19 million next season if they Ooh, if no, they if, no. well here's the thing <laughs> if they if they were yeah. to accept it but he's only guaranteed one million so but that'll uh, mean he's not on their team. So it's like, okay. how do you work that out? Like, you got to go and be like, hey, man, we want to keep you, but obviously we, we're not paying you $19 million. So, like, let's see what we can – kind of arrangement we can come to. But, yeah, I mean, I think he's a guy you want to keep at least on, like, a one-year deal. Right. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind it at all. I think he worked out, uh, really worked out well for them. Um, helped a lot. Sterling Brown had a decent year for them. Uh, yeah. Snell fell out of the rotation. They really love Pat Connaughton, who, who played well for them. Uh, he just he kind of disappeared yeah. in the playoffs, but he did play. Well, he played well for them uh, off the bench. And he was really they're good gonna, in that Boston series. He was. He really was. Um, and you know, he'll, he'll, I'm happy for him too. And then you got a guy like DJ Wilson, who they used a lot in the beginning of the year, and he kind of fell off once they got married to him. I don't know. They're gonna right. need to add some more depth, but um. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to get fucked with because there's no way they can afford to keep Brogdon when they want to. I think it really depends. Like, he's young. I think that's why you don't want to lose him. He's probably the guy you drafted. But Lopez will be cheaper and probably a little more important <laughs> at this point. I don't know. It, re- it really is hard to say. It's tough. You know? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it kind of comes down to do you feel like at this point in time, do you feel like you can – do you feel like you can take Sterling Brown and and at least have him be able to, yeah, and like well at least have him be able to to offer the minimal amount of what you would need from Brogdon, um, and asking other guys to do more. Um, but yeah, yeah. and it's gonna you be if a Chenzo could become that kind of guy, you know, there's a lot of different questions. Could be, could be. Um, I think what hurts right now the most is the fact that they've already extended Bledsoe. Because <laughs> I think if right. you were to ask me, if you were to ask me, like, who, like who would I want between Bledsoe and Malcolm Brogdon right now? I would. Right. And and right. granted, I mean, recency bias and all, you know, obviously, like I'll I'll be the first to admit, <laughs> but like Bledsoe just looked terrible 
um, in, in this series. He shot 17% from three <laughs> against Toronto. Like, that ain't good. Um, and you can't have that from your point guard when, you know, when you're – I mean, your best player isn't, you know, isn't really a shooter. Um, so, yeah, that that one's going to be tough. I, like, I wonder if maybe the move is to see if they can maybe try to get off that contract now, which is, sounds crazy because it seemed like such a good contract would just like a couple months ago. Um, but, you know, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if anybody's going to want it. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe like maybe Detroit – like maybe you could be like, we'll we'll give them to you for Reggie Davis, <laughs> just because it's expiring, you know. Um, but here's the the bottom line is this: though. whatever they decide to do, whatever um, whatever money they have to spend, and and here's the thing: I think you and I are both kind of saying the same thing here. We're not saying that like, oh, well, they got They need to avoid the luxury tax because they're you know based in Milwaukee, and you know that's it's going to be expensive. No, it's it's more if you. If you don't avoid the luxury tax, you can't bring back Brooke Lopez. Like that, that's just the nature of where they're at. So they're in a really tricky spot because they have to basically make the decision. Well, Lopez will be better for us for the next year or two, but Brogdon may be better for us for the long haul. Right. What do we think is going to you know make the most sense? You know, it, it, as crazy as it sounds, it might just make the most sense to bring back Brogdon and then bring back Miritich, and then just let Bledsoe walk um, just because you have a, an easier pathway to do that, you know? If it comes, like, mm-hmm. if for me, if it came down to picking between Brogdon and um, and Lopez, Bledsoe? I think I would oh. probably take Brogdon. Like, yeah, I just, it's hard to just say. Cause, just because of know. the age. Yeah, I know. That's it. That's 100% the only reason. Uh, Lopez. We'll probably command more money now, and it's like I don't know if you're worth it. You're good as what you were. What we paid you is exactly what you probably getting paid. <laughs> um, right. But you know, not to say he wasn't incredibly valuable all year. Probably, oh yeah. He, he definitely. He, he was probably the best. He was probably the best single contract in the league this year. Like bang for buck, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Like, I mean, he was making like three and a half billion dollars, and he was a starter, and he perfectly complimented complimented their star. Like that's exactly yeah, what I you mem- want. I remember, I remember when they signed him. We're like, oh shit! I didn't even think about Milwaukee. He had the perfect fit. <laughs> Look, it yeah, worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked great. I don't even think, and, yeah, because we we both said that, and like, I don't even think we could have imagined how perfect of of fit it would be. Like, a, a perfect right. fit in our minds was like. Oh yeah, man, this guy can give you some like valuable minutes, like twenty five minutes a game, like you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe start for you but not play big minutes or maybe come off the bench, like they'll figure something out. But like yeah, I mean he ended up being fucking great. I mean, chucking out shots from like Ryan Anderson land. Like it was it was impressive. Right. Um all, you know, all oh, well, at least protect the pace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and get some blocks. He's not a great rebounder, but he does get blocks. Right, right. Um, yeah, and, but that's, that's and, what you know, because you, <laughs> right, exactly. You got Giannis flying through the lane, also giving help defense and all that. Um, but yeah, man, it's going to be tricky. Like it, it really is. I honestly, I hope. Well, I'm, I'm like crossing my fingers that maybe they can figure out a way to get off of that, like Tony Snell, um, and maybe even Ilyasova's deal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, they each have two more years left. Combined, I think they're about eighteen million a year uh, together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. That would be tough. That I mean, because thing is, they would have to. They'd have to send them somewhere where um, they're not actually taking back like huge additional salary. Like, um, so you have to send them someplace with cap space. You're not you know, worried about taking on two years, uh, two additional years of salary. Um, even even rebuilding teams like take the Hawks for example, they're not interested in taking on like long term salary. That's just that's one of the things Travis Schlink, the GM for Atlanta, has just said repeatedly. Um, much to my dismay at times, like I'm like, who gives a shit? We're gonna suck. Like take the fucking salary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like get the draft pick, bro. Um, exactly. But uh, but you know this. I mean, he's definitely not Sam Hinkie. He's not. Uh, he's not trying to do that. Um, but regardless, 
Uh, I mean, that that could be a way that they're able to do it. They'll obviously be able to trade the number 30 overall pick, um, you know, during the draft or shortly after the draft. Um, but the the rest of their future picks are locked up, you know, with Phoenix getting their pick next year and then um, Cleveland getting their pick three years from now from those respective trades. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them to, you know, figure out all of the different ins and outs. But, hey, I had John Horst as my GM of the year, so I am hoping that he'll be able yeah. to kind of continue that streak and, um, you know, kind of figure things out. Um, anything else you want to add about Milwaukee before we move on to the finals? Um, not really. I mean, I think they shouldn't feel bad. I mean, they got as far as we expected to. They probably fell a little bit short. And, um, it just, it's big, you know, they fluttered out. Uh, it sucks, but I don't think it's like, oh, shit, it's over. You never, you don't have a chance. You have a really, really good player. You have probably the MVP of the league this year on your team. Yeah. Uh, this is just the beginning of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I think we will definitely be seeing them again. The Raptors are more in flux than anything because there's no 100% certainty that Kawhi's staying. So even even with right. them making the final, so Milwaukee should you know keep their head up, uh, the antlers high, <laughs> and ready for next year. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, and in addition to Giannis, I mean, um, I all all indications seem to point to um, Middleton staying. I haven't really heard right. anything about him, you know, uh, about any sort of rumors about him leaving. I mean, I think he really right, likes right. it there. I think he knows that they're going to, you know, he's going to get a, a good contract there. I'm really hoping, and, and I'm not, I, you know, you know, I want these guys to get paid, like these players to get paid, like as much as they could possibly get paid and all that. But I'm really hoping for like a Drew Holiday contract with Middleton. Like, I just feel like, Give the team a little more flexibility. You're still getting like a hundred and ten billion dollar deal, you know, whatever it would be. Um, I can't remember exactly what Drew Holiday's was, but remember it was like five million short of the max. I remember yeah. it being a lot. Um, and me going on. Yeah, know it was that. a lot. <laughs> it was yeah, no, it was a lot, but it was like five million, uh, five million shy of the max for, uh, per season. Right, right. Um, so like stretched out, that's like saving you like twenty five million dollars. Yeah. Um, right. So you know, I'm I'm kind of hoping for something like that because I, I mean he's gonna get paid. I just like right. I hate for yeah. Milwaukee to like have to give him a max deal to keep him because um, he's not really a max player. Like, um, but that's the thing, man. These 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 uh, other teams who don't have him, it's like, well, fuck, he's like he's a max player to us. Like, if we can get him, you know, yeah. Deal. So that's the tough part, that's, that's man. Who's gonna pay that boy? Man? Right. It's not like it's Some, Jimmy I mean, Butler. Somebody, you can Jimmy Butler back. You could understand it. <laughs> it's different. Right. Well, hey, man, I think we're going to give Tobias a max, you know? Like, we'll, we'll see that happen, too, I think, whether it's yeah. Billy or, or somebody. But that's, you know, that's one of the Hopefully reasons. It's Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get a big kick out of that. <laughs> um, yeah, what did we predict at the beginning of the year? They get Kimba and Tobias Harris. Those would be their, their two big uh, signings, yeah. I think, is what we said. Yeah. It's possible. Um, well, even that's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like so, you know, hopefully um, they can you know work that out and the other contracts they have. But yeah, they do have good yeah. pieces. Um, Russell, good piece agent? around Giannis. They have a great coach. I'm sorry. Is D'Angelo Russell free agent? Yeah. He is. Hmm. Yeah, restricted. Yeah, he's oh, a restricted okay. free agent. I mean, but if they sign, but if they go and sign Kemba, do you think they're gonna bring back Russell? If they go oh, and get Tobias and and Kemba, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, they wouldn't have the money to at that point. They, so I'm saying, I don't even. So they would have to like sacrifice him. Basically. Yeah, not sacrifice. Just yeah, up, which... they have to walk. <laughs> no, they'd have to take him up to an altar. <laughs> get get a red priest. No. Um, yeah, I mean they would. <laughs> they would. Uh, yeah, I mean they'd have to let him go. They'd have to relinquish his rights. I think they would have to do that in, unless they move down the crowd just in general. If they if they get a max guy, um, I have to right. go double back into the books, but it'd be close. 
Um, or they could stretch Alan Crabb. That's a possibility that that would be able to keep him and get a max crab. I really like that yeah, one contract there in Brooklyn. Dude, yeah, and the, it's so funny that the Nets, that's like the one bad deal they've made. They they signed Alan Crabb to a ridiculous contract, and then for whatever goddamn reason, Portland matched it. And then like yeah. a year later, and then they traded Portland for was it. like, hey, you still want this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and the Nets were just like, hell yeah, we do. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have no oh, man, idea why they, really they wanted to that trade guy. for him. Yeah. Well, they, they did get off of Andrew Nicholson's money, so there is that, I guess. Oh, true. Uh, true. But it was, it, oh my God, it was a Andrew lot Nicholson. less money, though. <laughs> yeah, so he, he hadn't been in the league <laughs> since that trade. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah, he he was immediately cut and then stretched uh, by by uh, the Blazers. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so so uh, it'll be interesting, certainly, to follow what the Nets do. Um, I, yeah, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of Russell. Um, I just, especially like watching him. him in that, eh, he didn't play any defense, shoots a lot of mid-range, no, that's true. doesn't get to the free throw line, like, and that's a lot of stuff yeah. I don't like out of a point guard, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. but he is one of the more efficient, um, like, mid-range shooters, though, so, I mean, he does have that, going. Yeah. like, he's not, it's, he's not he like Russell the All-Star Hunter, team this year, like, yeah. going five of fucking 20 six from the field you know? <laughs> but true nevertheless like still i mean if you could get kimber Kyrie, or anybody like that you you let him walk right. without a doubt yeah um but anyway let's move on to the finals um so we got our we got our matchup offset golden state toronto um obviously as you mentioned earlier katie not going to be playing in game one Possibly to maybe probably not going to play in game two. Um, right. we're, we're still we're still not sure there, but it, 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 from from earlier reports, it doesn't seem like he will play in the first two games. Um, they're that last I had heard, they weren't even sure if he was going to be traveling with the team. I'm sure that's been decided right, right now. Um, but nevertheless, um, so you know they're they're obviously down. You know one of their Four superstars, um, um, and so now they uh, they they're gonna have to go up against Kawhi. Um, I hate to even say like undermanned or anything like that, but well, for lack of a better word, um, that, that we'll just well, we'll say it as blunt as we can. They they don't have KD right now, so they still got no, they Steph, don't. Clay, and Draymond. Um, I don't care More if KD comes enough. back or not. I'm still taking the Warriors. Um, wow, I think because he's not playing the first two games, I'm gonna say that uh, Toronto probably wins one of those, and then maybe picks up another I one somewhere. I wanna, I wanna give them I, that kind of credit. <laughs> I know? do too, because that's what well, kind of give Kawhi happen. that kind of credit. Like, yeah, hey, I yeah, think Kawhi has earned sure. that credit. Like Toronto has not earned shit for credit, but Kawhi has earned all the credit. <laughs> So he well, he, they did we, trade he gets to cash him. in on Toronto's behalf. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take them. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Warriors in six. Um, go ahead and uh, let me know what where where your head's at right now. Feel free if like if you want to have a couple ifs or whatever, because I know Katie's like a big looming factor here. Um, and if that's gonna yeah, be something it's that hard really changes for me your to, mindset, look. If things weren't if uh, that looming thing we were just talking about wasn't such a big looming factor, <laughs> uh, I probably would be cheering hard for the Raptors to go out and take them out. Honestly, I mean that's God's honest truth. I, I have no no yeah. love for the Warriors, um, but I I just don't think it, I, I can I I need them to win just just for me to feel comfortable with the idea that I think he'll walk away happy. If they win, not without him necessarily, but the fact that they didn't need him. I mean, he already knows they don't need him. But like, if they let's say he doesn't play the first he, two games and they win those first two he, games, does he know they don't need well, him? I don't know if he does. I think he knows. We all know it. I, I think he. I <laughs> but, think he knows it. He's been knowing it. You know, they, he's there. That is the team that eliminated him from the playoffs. I think he forgot about that when he joined them. Um, but <laughs> this is not a good <laughs> recruiting pitch, Joel. 
I'm just saying. You know, you know, you know Katie's active on social media. He might listen to our podcast. <laughs> if he is listening, I'm like, look, this is your chance to prove you're the man. You have to go somewhere that doesn't have uh, one of the best shooters. No, the best shooter of all time and maybe the second best shooter Very of true, all yeah. time. And yeah. one of the best defensive players of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, right. A team that won a championship <laughs> like, uh, before you and probably will win again after you. Uh, let's just be honest. Um, and – it is what it is. Like I, I think they're gonna end up winning, like you said, in maybe six. I, I want to give uh, Toronto at least a game, um, a game or two, um, and so maybe six. Yeah, I'll say six is good. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rock with that. I'm gonna say Warriors in six, and I'll go. I'll go with that. You know, and, and I think KD comes back for like a game, maybe. If he doesn't play the first two games, I don't. And they're winning. They won, so maybe we don't see KD at all. I, who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> right, and that is. That is kind of the looming factor. I think he'll probably be back in, like, game three, especially if they split. Um, if, right, if right, they win, right. I if agree they, with that. If they end up, like, winning both games in Toronto, I, I don't right. know, man. I could see Katie just being like, fuck, man, y'all got this. Like, I ain't even fucking about you. Yeah. 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 Like, I have another and, team and, to worry about next year. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm not trying to get – I'm not trying to fuck my shit up. Like, like dude, if y'all – if y'all like, it, it is it is Toronto, like, where, you know – we're not going up against LeBron. I already, already, you know, pretty much got you most of the way past Houston, and then y'all, you yeah. know, y'all won the last game. But uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I, I mean, it was on fire. I don't know. I yeah. I I think yeah. I mean, I think he he probably will be back in like game three. Um, because like I said, I do think it'll be a split. Um, and I think people are making um too much too big of a deal of is this team. Um, like better without Kevin Durant? Like, no, they're not. Be- they're different. Um, they're probably mm-hmm. equally good. They're not better. <laughs> like, right. that's the thing. Like, they're not better. Um, because Kevin oh. Durant is like, they, is just fucking amazing. Are they worse? But it's a testament though. to how it's a te- right, and that's what I'm saying. It's a testament to just how good those other guys are that they cannot skip a beat when he sits out. And I think that right. is. That is kind of the thing. I think it's important in how you word that kind of thing. Um, not that I think KD would 100%. be very appreciative of how we're choosing to word it either. <laughs> but like, right. you know, it, is me- it is meaningfully different, um, you know, to, to, to kind of put it in that kind of context. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's – uh, I, I don't – I really don't think it matters whether he plays in the series or not, though. I mean, I think regardless, they'll win it in six. Um, yeah. I, I just probably. have a, kind of a feeling about that, um, especially mm-hmm. the way they've been playing lately. Um, they definitely have the experience on their side. Um, you know who I'm, like, kind of a little worried about, though, is Iguodala. Like, because he's kind of the guy, like, if – if they don't have KD, then it means they need everybody that much more, and they'll really need Iguodala to try and check uh, Kawhi. Um, True. Because I feel like you could you could give that assignment to Clay for some of the game, but you can't make Clay try to guard Kawhi for a whole fucking basketball game. Like that's just right. like you're just asking for bad news if you do that. Um, He's he's Clay's actually honestly better at guarding like a slightly undersized guys. Like he's really good. You stick him on a point guard. Like they stick him on Kyle Lowry. Like Kyle Lowry is gonna have a really hard time getting buckets. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe that's the kind of role that you know I would kind of feel like he's best suited in. Um, kind of I mean very similar to when we broke down going into the Houston series. I thought. He would be probably a, more adept at guarding um, Chris Paul, and, and and you know they ended up doing that for long stretches of that series. Um, he's just really good at guarding point guards. Like he's just one of his yeah. one of his many skill sets. Um, but especially like those bigger point guards who are used to like bullying other point guards in the paint when they can get it in there, and Clay's like, yeah, you ain't doing that to me, guys. Um, so yeah, he's he's just got that advantage. Um, but yeah, I mean, Iggy's going to be huge. Um, I, I, I will be interested to see if, um, I think Mark Gasol can be a very interesting factor in this series. Um, if Mark Gasol's hitting shots from the perimeter, 
Um, and, and Kevon Looney has to be drawn out to guard him, which, I mean, we all know Gasol is capable. It's not like not what he wants to be doing for the most part, but he can make those shots. And if he does start making those shots and draws him out, um, that'll be interesting, you know, to see how they try to counteract that. Um, and if they can, you know, at various different times in, in the game, um, just create that enough space where, you know, when Kawhi drives, um, it's going to be hard for a help defender to get there. So it's just Kawhi one-on-one. I'm probably going to take Kawhi one-on-one nine times out of ten. Like, so mm-hmm. there is a pathway for Toronto to win. Um, and I wouldn't hate it. Um, I mean, I, I wish that it was a team that I could get more behind. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm really um, watching this with very, very – Please, I don't even know. I'll be one of those like, happy, very upset, sad, uh, lonely, scared. <laughs> all those emotions all at once. They don't know how to feel. Very mixed feelings right now. Yeah, oh, man. It, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of how I felt when LeBron uh, came back and beat Golden State. Like I wasn't mad. Huh? I was rooting for Golden State, but I wasn't because this was before they got KD. But like I wasn't right, mad. Like right, I was right. happy for him. Like when he went and hugged Kevin Love, I was like, oh man, cool, good for LeBron. Like. But I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like, yeah, go get it, LeBron. Like, I was just like, get it. He won one for Cleveland. That's a nice story. Like, yeah. I feel like that's exactly I that was... how I'll feel if Toronto pulled this one out. I'll just be like, oh, yeah. good, you know, Toronto, they got, they won something. Good for them. I know how it feels. I had a cool, crazy <laughs> switch feeling. Like, the, the first time the Warriors made the finals, I was cheering for the Warriors to take out LeBron. Yeah. His first year there. And when they won it, and then the next year, I think they ended up breaking – uh, the Bulls record, and they were they seemed a little cockier, and yeah. I'm like, I, I want LeBron to win now, and they, he did win. Ah. I'm like, all right, so you know what I mean. Then the third time was like, fucking, they got Kevin Durant. I'm like, you guys suck, <laughs> fuck you guys. Why would you do that? Um, uh, yeah. Then I was, I haven't traded them since then. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just a year later than you. It was all. Um, but you are right. <laughs> they did get cockier, man. Like, fucking. Uh, what uh, Steph like chucking the fucking uh, mouth guard and yeah. shit? Like I think that was that year. And those um, fucking little so. shimmies down the court. I remember those fucking the shimmies. shimmies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and that was the iconic shot of like LeBron getting tired of that shit, and he like dunked on him and gave him the whole like, <laughs> bitch, get off me or whatever that was. Like whatever he said. Like that that fucking look that he gave him under under the bucket. Um, yeah, I have an all-time great series. Um, actually, game to game, it was really kind of shitty. The only good game was game seven. Um, but the the drama of it all was, was definitely good. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Um, uh, I uh, I do think that, like I said, I think there's some matchups that, that Toronto could maybe um, key in on, take advantage of. Um I think they really need Danny Green to, like, hit a shot because I, I would think that he's going to have Steph on him for a lot of these games. Um, uh-huh. And, like, I think Steph's an underrated defender. Um, but, I mean, Danny Green should just be able to shoot right over Steph's head. Um, he should. So they're going to need him to make some shots. Obviously, Siakam's going to have to, you know, put in some work. It's going to be tough um, for him. I would imagine, going like, going against Draymond Green, um, you know, that's it's always a tough matchup, whoever draws it, um, especially yeah. like this re-energized 20-pound lighter mm-hmm. to like Draymond. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's just going to be tough there. But, I mean, I think, too, another thing it's going to come down to, they need continued really solid bench play. Like, I mean, like you mentioned mm-hmm. in this Milwaukee series, they need Powell to keep it up. They need Dan Lee, um to be mm-hmm. able to do what he does against Livingston or – um, uh, Quinn Cook or whoever they're bringing off the bench over there. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think too. One thing that I would try to look at too, and I don't, I don't know how effective this would be for for Toronto, but one of the things that I think um, maybe scared them a little bit from Houston was Houston kind of forced them to to play heavy minutes. Um, and to, mm-hmm. to attacking mismatches and not letting them go to some of their bench players because they would just attack that guy every single time. Um, and it just made it so that they were, they were running like six, seven deep for, for whole basketball games. And then you saw when they played the Blazers, 
They they were mm-hmm. they, they were playing like every single fucking player. Like yeah. fucking they uh, were. What's his name? What's his name? Was it uh, from uh, was it Jacob <laughs> Evans from Cincinnati? He got like four minutes. Yeah, he was like rookie. Like, um, Jacob like yeah, Evans. dude. Who? <laughs> <laughs> right. The twenty eighth pick out of Cincinnati. Um, like yeah, dude. It, it, they're they're just like it was it was crazy. What I mean, they just totally totally clowned um, the Blazers. Like you 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 have to be able to attack their when they put those bench guys in, you need your bench guys to make them look fucking silly, to make Steve Kerr look like an idiot for even thinking about putting those guys in. Um, and that's going to be another big factor because if they can do that, um, right. then that all of a sudden means increased minutes for everybody else. Um, and, I mean, that's how you're going to beat them. The other, the other biggest way to me is just they've got to be physical, obviously, and they've got to – play with the right pace. You cannot try to run up and down the fucking floor with the Warriors and think you're going to beat the fucking Warriors because it's not going to happen. Right. We have seen time and time again, like it does not happen. Even like the games, like, cause I mean, you know, famously like in, uh, I think the year after Cleveland won the title, um, you know, everybody was trying to say, Oh man, you should slow it down LeBron. Like, you know, like, Y'all need to slow down. And he's like, man, we've been playing fast all year. We're not going to change how we play right now. And it was like, yeah, but, like, when you won it last year, you slowed it the fuck down some, dude. <laughs> like, that final game was, like, right. 92 to 89. Like, if you're if you're scoring, like, if the the total number of points is under 200, I like – I, I like your chances okay against the Warriors. You start getting into that 220 range, like, dude, mm-hmm. you're fucking done. You're not going to outscore them. So I think that's another big thing. Like, pick your spots. Like, you don't want to give up transition, but you need to pick your spot on transition um, and be smart about it. Uh, but take your time when you don't have, like, the, the like clear um, best shot. Like, you know, we see it happen all the time now. Drive down the floor, someone breaks out to that corner three, they kick it out, they shoot it, they miss it, and then we're running back the other way. It's like sometimes I'm not saying you don't kick it out to that guy, but maybe take a second and look at a cutter or something like that. See if you can get an easy basket that can kind of take more time um, or just kick it back out and, and go and set up your offense. Um I think trying to run like a seven seconds or less offense against Golden State, you're just asking for trouble. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those, those are kind of my recipes. All of that is so much easier said than done, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, th- I really do. I think those are like the three things that Toronto really has to do, slow down the pace of the game, attack Golden State's weak links so they get their other guys tired, and cross their mm-hmm. fingers that KD is not going to make it back. <laughs> you can be those three things. You might win. Mm-hmm. Especially so. that first game. At least try to steal the first game. You know, he's not there. So, yeah. we gotta, this should be important for them. At least steal the first game to get a feel for them, you know, go forward from there. But they got to at least try to steal this first game. You know, they have not been good stealing first game. <laughs> no, they did get Philly, though. So, did they? No, I mean, that's right. They did get Philly that first game. Yeah, that's one, uh, and then they promptly lost the next two. <laughs> but they did—they did get them in the first one. Um, there you go. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think maybe not. You got to win one of these first two. That's that to me is what the big thing. At is. least, but like, yeah, at least. Because um, if you if you don't win one of the first two games at your on your home court, you're you're already done. Right. Like, um, yeah, it's just it's it's. Yeah, you're not like. Granted, you know they they lost the first two games against Milwaukee, but those were on the road. Like then they got to go back home right. and get energized and all that. Like if you lose the first two games at home and then you got to go on the road, you're done. Like you, that they are gonna yep. smell blood and you will be done. So yeah, if they can get if they can get that first game, that'll be huge. If they can get e- either one of the first two games, though, I mean I'll still give them a chance, um, a puncher's chance anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be tough. I mean, the Golden State's just so fucking good. I do think, I will say this though, I do think that there is a part of me that is wondering, um, a, 
we we you know we've all heard heard the report now that that Damian Lillard was you know not a hundred percent in that series, um, and right. and just be like it just in general Portland just does not match up well with Golden State has never matched up mm-hmm. well with Golden State, and we we mm-hmm. talk about it all the time especially after last season uh, when they got swept uh, by uh, New Orleans that it's a game of matchups, and so maybe Golden State just beating the shit out of Portland. And granted, all those games were pretty close. I think at least three of them were, you know, all pretty close. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe them sweeping the Blazers says more about that particular matchup than it does about um, Golden State. Um, I do think there is a slim possibility of that. Um, <laughs> so that's another thing I think that Toronto is going to want to kind of, I guess, um, Hope for that, that that just that is that that is the case. So, but man, we'll we'll see how it all plays out. Um, anything else you want to add sure. that you're excited about going into this series? Any in particular, like players that you're you're looking to watch or whatever? No, I just I'm gonna look forward to the game of chess that's going to be played to try to figure out <laughs> how to stop the Splash Brothers. Uh, <laughs> see if they can, they can be stopped. Uh, and then the other side, trying to stop Kawhi and if he can continue being dominant or as dominant as he's been. Uh, so I look forward to seeing Kyle Lowry in the final. <laughs> uh, I look forward to uh, – <laughs> It is going to be so much fun. Uh, like, it is. Every, I think really we should it. definitely – Dude, we should we should start something where every time like Kyle Lowry makes a bucket, we just like send some like some kind of text. We'll like make you know, like pick an emoji for it or something and just send that to Juwan every time. Like we gotta pick an emoji. Don't, for we that, won't though. even explain it to him. He'll just be like, "What the fuck? Why yeah, no. you get this the, I don't get it. I don't get it. What is going on? Why is there so much fire on my my on my messages? <laughs> <on my, laughs> And I also want to shout out to Patrick Patrick McCall who left the Warriors and still found his way to the fucking finals. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Props, props to old Patty McCall. He's made the finals every year of his career. Uh, <laughs> that is kind of cool. Um, all right, real quick before we do wrap it up. Um, so obviously we we mentioned kind of mentioned it in passing earlier. Um, Katie's got the big decision this summer. Kawhi also has the big decision this summer. Um, just your general thoughts right now, um, and I'm not even going to necessarily ask you where they're going. But do you think that that either one of those guys will be on their respective teams at the start of next season? I I. I think there's a chance Kawhi might stay. I don't think there's a chance KD stays. All right. My um, yeah. I, I think I would agree with that. Um, I I would definitely lean towards Kawhi way more than Kevin Durant. I mean, I feel like right. that narrative has been building, and and it's almost reached a crescendo at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it just it just <laughs> seems like there's no way that it can happen now. Um, that he would stay. Uh, right. But, you know, I mean, there was no way that it could happen that he would go, right? So, <laughs> right. Um, so who knows? It's, but, all, uh, it's all working yeah, towards KD leaving and Kawhi staying. I mean, the, this is the breaking point right now, like, for me. Like, yeah. like if KD, if they, Kawhi wins it all, why why leave? And if KD wins, if they lose, like, there's a better chance of him saying, you know, maybe they do need me. You know, it's one of those things where, Cat twenty two. Yeah. No, I know what it is. So basically, what you're saying is, in a perfect world, um, they would lose, but Katie would still go to yeah. New York. That would be the perfect okay. scenario for me. That would personally. be the perfect world. Yeah. Uh, but perfect if, scenario. But if them you know. losing means you losing out on KD, then you're a hundred percent against right. it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sense. actually, uh, yeah, I'll cheer, I'll pom pom the shit out of the Warriors if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your number one fan, Gab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel you there. I, I can't, I can't fault you on that at all. Um, yeah. yeah, I gotta say, I think, I think it's just too much. I and I even heard this story recently. Like, I think I forget, I forget who it was. Maybe Mark Stein came out and said that the Clippers. Are still, are still like a real possibility for Kevin Durant. Yeah. And like. Oh yeah. I don't. <clears throat> I don't buy that, man. 
I, I just – I don't see it. I, there's been way too much – because remember, it's like around the same time last year. It was like, well, like, we've been hearing all about the Lakers for LeBron, but, like, Philly and, you know, like, you know, what was the other – there was another team in that mix. I can't remember, but um, – Oh, oh for but, Lakers? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, for LeBron. Uh, wasn't it Houston? Uh, yeah. It was an option at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, Houston, I mean – Yeah. So – It was – so yeah, I think it's all like, to, to avoid feel like tam- tampering issues. You know, if you put yes. multiple teams out there, you can't get in trouble. <laughs> right, exactly. Starting exactly. to lock that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I, I I think that'll happen with Kawhi. I'm a lot less sure. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I think it's change. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think Kawhi's made up his mind. I'm not even certain because you know everyone says you know that there was that report. That was never. I don't know that, that that said he had the preference of being traded to L.A. and then further went on to say he preferred the Clippers to the Lakers, and that was right. while he was still on San Antonio. And that's but only like, because then, LeBron's we, there, right? Uh, or he was going to be there, or something like that. Um, right. Or, or maybe he had just yeah. signed there. I think is what it was. Uh, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. like. Um, we haven't really heard any kind of reports about anywhere where Kawhi wants to play or anything like that. Um, you know, short of like an Instagram video from his sister where someone in the background says something about he's leaving. Like that's about the most, <laughs> like <laughs> the best we've gotten. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm still really kind of feeling up in the air about that one, but they're just going to be a hell of an off season. Like at this point, like I'm just like, can we, can we just like get through these finals, like get to whatever the last game's gonna be, and I'll really try to enjoy that, and then like, we can get into the off season and the drafts and all that. Cause yeah, let's get to the good shit. <laughs> yeah, let's get to the good shit, man. Like let's get to like player movement. And fucking yeah, Boston. I'll be happier in two weeks. Oh boy, I'm gonna have a fucking stress. yeah. Dude. You know what? Maybe not. Let's slow it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't oh, don't, don't build stressful. up your health too much, man. You are a Knicks fan. No, no, no. Come don't. on now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the only thing I could be like uh, excited about is possibly RJ Barrett, and then they might go not drafted just to piss me off. You know? <laughs> With the third pick, the New York Knicks select Jarrett Culver. <laughs> yeah, no. What the fuck? <laughs> Hey man, I like Jarrett Culver. I actually like. Him I more do than too. RJ. I would not a I would, three. I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't pick him above RJ just because. I mean, RJ right. still got the much higher ceiling, but I actually do. Right. think Jarrett right. Culver's going to be better. Like I, I do. I think he's going to be a better player, but uh, time will tell on that. But fucking, dude, yeah. the, trying to figure out who's going to be better coming out of college or high school or any of that shit. It's all a fucking mm-hmm. crock. Anyone who says they yeah. know what they're talking about has no fucking clue. But For sure. The Raptors, once, no lottery you know, picks on there. <laughs> right. Or look at or look at the Nuggets. Like fucking yeah. no like super high lottery picks. You know, I got like seven right. and shit like that. You know. Um, yeah. Exactly. But uh. But yeah. Talent. Um. Yeah, and and you know like. When when everybody and their cousin has Markel Fultz as the number one pick, and we see what happens to Markel Fultz, like, then, yeah. I mean, that kind of really makes it set in. Point. Like, yeah, it's really is a crapshoot. You trade up to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's why right that's now confident. everybody in these, like, all these people in these, like, uh, in, in these little Hawks uh, pages that I follow who are like, we, sh- we need to trade up. I'm like, no, we don't. Shut up. Not no, no, sit. Sit. We do not need to trade up, man. Like that is not a good idea. Like I've seen, I've seen some crazy ones. Um, like give eight and ten for number four. Like, what? Wow. <laughs> Three man drafts, guys. Um, yeah, really. Everyone I, after I the crap shoot, so just stay best player available. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, hey, and that's what uh, that's what Travis Link's all about. Like, I'm just gonna take whoever I think is the best at you know the picks that I get. We'll fucking come what may. We'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, all right, let's uh, let's let's call it there, man. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you to everyone out there listening. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna be back 
uh, on Thursday, but before that, Dane will be here tomorrow um, uh, doing Wrestling Geeks Alliance, breaking down all the latest from what Raw and actually, and then it's Saturday. Nitro. Thank you. I have no idea, man. I'm just throwing out things that I remember from oh. wrestling. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no idea. I think I think I think his show is Saturday this week, uh, and there's no Nitro anymore. That's oh, not okay. a thing. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you can be bad. Bad many years ago. Yeah, well, it was it was a thing when when I knew anything about wrestling. Yeah, when um, we were growing up, it was a thing. It definitely was. There it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then maybe he won't. But we will be back on Thursday. Um. To uh. To mm-hmm. do our end of the season awards. We're we're finally getting to them. This actually worked out pretty well. Um. To postpone this because now we actually do have, um. The the um all NBA awards uh had been released. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to kind of compare and contrast what we had to um, what uh, the you know members around the association thought. Um, I got a lot of similarities, yeah. a few differences. Yeah, me too. Um, but not too many. Um, but I definitely, I think my biggest differences are on second and third team All NBA. Um, my rookies, my defensive team, definitely most of those team. picks are pretty, pretty much what you know what. There's a maybe like a pick or two this different, but I got a lot of I think a lot of different third team from what I remember from second and third. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that'll be fun. So be sure to join us uh, on Thursday for that, and then we'll be back with another episode of Geek Five Lives this weekend. So be sure to check that as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.